Speaking of vocations, we're delighted to have our seminarian back from seminary with us today, Dominic. Good to see you. Um, couple of messages. Just um, one is that we're having our uh, super uh, cook-off kind of thing. Uh, it's in the back. Sorry, I can't remember the name. But uh, I'll be competing, and uh, you got to try to beat me. But there's a place for you to to uh, sign up uh, to come to that or not in the back. Also, too, this Friday, uh, we're going to have my good friend, Father Bill Peckman. Now, I say my good friend. We haven't met in person just yet. Uh, so, But we've written a book together. <laughs> so we're looking forward to that. Uh, he's down in uh, Jefferson Diocese, just west of St. Louis. And uh, he's going to come up and speak to uh, the men. And it's going to be amazing. He's an incredible speaker. He's an incredible writer, too. Uh, and in fact, that takes me to the next thing, is that tomorrow starts what we're calling 90 Days to Liberty. And we're ask, actually uh, praying for a Holy Spirit revival, that we're free from these oppressors, right? And um, we, I, I actually conceived this, uh, hopefully inspired by the Holy Spirit, I believe it was, and then announced it uh, January 31st on the Feast of St. John Bosco. And it was a couple of weeks later that all of a sudden, Asbury College was having a Holy Spirit revival. Now it's, it's up to 20 or more colleges. Uh, why God's picking colleges, I don't know. I do believe it's an act of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm very hopeful. And maybe, I, I was saying, maybe it's the first few drops of the rain coming down of, of God granting his Holy Spirit to what? To fill us with that power of the Holy Spirit, our whole land, and to push out these tyrants, these oppressors that have taken control because we were weak. Um, now we see traditional Catholics being uh, shamed and blamed and, and, and uh, uh, you know, priests are being canceled that are devout and, and traditional. Um, why? Because, and when you think about it too, there's only 30% left that believe this is the Eucharist on the altar. Well, the ones that are being attacked is that remnant, that 30%. For what? For being convicted that... Of course there's a God. And of course we're called to do his will. And, and yeah, I believe everything that your church teaches and everything that the Bible teaches. Uh, and see, that makes you a threat to their gospel, right? Their religion, the pagan woke religion. And, and so these are particularly challenging time. I keep saying they're historic. So we're going to get into some serious prayer over the 90 days um, I am uh, recommending, you can use your own notebook if you want, but uh, I put everything together, the prayers that get us nice and strong and disciplined in what, in, among many others, Father uh, Ripperger, uh, the, um, uh, the famous uh, exorcist, he was here just a couple of weeks ago, uh, January 5th he was here, uh, and we got tons of his holy water that he did for, on Epiphany, the uh, Vigil of the Epiphany. Anyway, um, that once our house, see our house is filled with God, with his love, with his grace. Then the devil can't find a way in, see? We need to do that with our land too. And so we're praying against our oppressors that we'd be set free, see, 90 days to liberty. You know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of holiness. That's what we're doing. Um, so that starts tomorrow. Uh, you can go to usgracehorse.com and get on the email list. Uh, you just put, you'll see a button there that you can push um, this gold thing. Uh, anyways, um, 
or email me or call me and I'll, I'll help you figure it out. But then what happens is you get the daily emails or you can just go to usgraceforce.com and they'll be there too. Um, but we start tomorrow, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped because we gotta do something and anything, don't we? Because it's, it's really, really bad, okay? Uh, that, those are the first words of Father Ripperger when he gave that talk. I think it's up to 450,000 views already because there's a lot of people that resonate that say, yep, this is our time. We were created for this time, okay? And so we can't sit idly by. We can't. We got to do something, and it begins with prayer. So Jesus, in today's gospel, he goes out in prayer for 40 days and 40 nights, and he's tempted by the devil. And we get a, we, what's happening there, we saw the first reading where it was the snake. <laughs> Jesus actually called the oppressors, you snakes, you brood of vipers. But you're the devil, he's saying. But the snake got into Eve's ear and said, oh, you know, if you eat from the tree, you'll become woke. Your eyes will be open. You'll be able to decide for yourself what's good and what's evil. This is going on all around us. I mean, every day, I don't know about you, but I'm just going, wait, what? You know, it's, and it's all stuff that betrays, defies God, right? And that's what's going on in our times. The snake is getting in everybody's ear and our loved one's ears and, and, and telling them out and out lies. And, and, and normalizing things that go against the will of God. And, 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 and the unfortunate thing is that those who are spiritual leaders should be shouting, no! But instead you get, you get either nothing or, or God wins in the end or whatever, you know, give, giving them license to remain quiet by, well, all of our loved ones are being indoctrinated into this false pagan religion that defies God. And so, they, see, that's, that's what the original sin is. So Jesus is tempted by the, the devil. What he's uh, basically undo, doing is undoing what the devil did in the Garden of Eden. And, he, and by the three temptations that he receives, he really identifies the most powerful and pervasive ways in which the devil tempts all of us. So we look at the first one. You know, he says, you could turn these stones into bread. And Jesus says, you don't eat by bread alone. What is he pointing to? Well, he's pointing to pleasure. Now, sometimes we get the bad rap, as Catholics particularly, traditional Catholics, that we need to go around and go, life is hard and raw, you know, we can't do anything fun, and, you know, and everybody's like, I don't want anything of that. No! No, when you love God, you begin to really appreciate, look at the sun shining. Look at our family gathered together here today. You see the, you see the, the, the last, uh, Rain and snow mixed down, it was dangerous to drive on. But the crystal trees, I was going, whoa. I mean, I, I'm a geek, I admit it. <laughs> but when an eagle goes flying in front of you like it did the other day, I mean, you, you just, you love it all and you celebrate it all. Okay? And yes, get together and have fun with each other. 
But here's the thing. Jesus gave him all this, this paradise. But he says, just sit down on that one tree. Go out and have a great time with family and friends. But don't get wasted. Okay, so you lose control and you start doing stupid stuff or getting an accident or whatever. You see, he has limits. But he's not telling you to, to, to say, oh, I can never have anything. You know? No. No, we should be the first ones to model for everybody that we're so grateful and we want to appreciate everything and we want to celebrate everything. Do you see? That's what we're called to do. But the devil gets in our ear and says, no, no. You can have those 18 drinks when you get to the, with family and friends. And then you can fill in the blank after you do that. You see? You can do whatever you want. You can, you can decide for yourself what's right and what's wrong. Woke. It defines what woke is. We've awakened. And we're more important and superior to God. And His will in our lives. So yeah, get married. And have children. And appreciate that. The intimacy that you share with your spouse. But don't get married to your same sex. <laughs> okay, there's a limit. Or wait until you get married. And so on. See what I'm saying? Celebrate it. But it has limits. So the first one, you know, pleasure, right? Pleasure. Then there's the next temptation. He says, See, listen, I'm going to put you up in the parapet of the temple in the holy city and, and, and you can throw yourself down on the angels and this will happen and that will happen. We're so important. Pride, right? And, and, and honestly, honestly, that's the one that we've got to be careful about. You know, Bishop, I just found out, is going to have an evangelical gathering over at High Point Church. A lot of people are going, well, we're Catholic and you can't get together with Protestants. Do you see what it is? Ugh. I want a revival in the land. Yes, the hope is someday they'll, they'll come to the full understanding, the full truth of the faith. But in the meantime, let's give them a big hug and let's get together and let's praise God. Oh, but, oh, oh, oh. Do you see? Ugh. Pride. You know, I'm more important than you. And so, that's the other temptation. You know, we don't have to follow what God wants. We just do what we want. And then finally, the last temptation. He says to him, the devil, well, the devil took him up on a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world the magnificent. All these I shall give you if you prostrate yourself and worship me. You know, there's a buzz out there that if people do that, if they start getting into Satanism, they'll get stuff. They'll be rewarded for it. Don't we know there's a demonic spirit present in the culture right now where those who are following this pagan religion are getting rewarded at least in the short term. And the ones that are strong and staying true to Christ, staying at the cross. That's why I put John next to me. How long would I do this? This is John the Beloved, my, my family. I'd like to introduce you. <laughs> this is one guy of all the 12. 
that stuck with him, risking his life to do it. Well, he was rewarded with taking care of Mary for the rest of his days. Do you see what I'm saying? Power. Yeah. I'll give you all this if you just worship me. I've been saying, you know, it, 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 this, is, this is literally true. That when we get, when we have a, something good happen to us, that literally a chemical goes through, it's called dopamine. And what I've been watching is all these people that count themselves as elites in the world today, they're just getting these rushes of dopamine by what? Controlling us, inflicting their oppression, their superiority, their power. And there's hardly anybody that's standing against them. And if they dare do it, they'll be punished, they'll be canceled. We've got to pray like we've never prayed before. So there it is, the three biggest weapons that Satan holds. He tempts us to pleasure. He tempts us to pride. He tempts us to power. We talk about these, my family, because unless we're aware of these things, they can sneak up on us. We can become convinced, oh, it's okay if I do this, this, and this. Because we don't know better. Or the only voices that are getting in our ear are all the influences in our culture are owned and operated by this pagan woke religion. Normalizing evil. We don't hear other voices. I'm trying. Why? Because I love you. I love you dearly. That'd be a sham for me to say that if I sat there and watched you being devoured by the liar, the tempter, calling you away from the arms of God. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to be destroyed for doing it, but I can't not do it. We're at war. Here's another tactic they're using these days. Well, you're using military, military language, militaristic language, and you shouldn't be doing that because blah, 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 blah. Well, here you go. I could pick anything. I could go all through the Bible. I could go through all the popes. How about this? How about the precious Vatican II documents? Here's what it said in Gaudium et Spes, in those documents. The whole of man's history has been the story of a dour combat with powers of evil, stretching, so our Lord tells us, from the very dawn of history until the last day, finding himself in the midst of the battlefield. Man has to struggle to do what is right, and has great cost himself, and aided by God's grace, that he succeeds in achieving his own inner integrity. First of all, notice the military language, but integrity. If you are a person of integrity, in other words, you have no problem with everything the church teaches, 
and you dutifully follow it, you are a threat and you have to be destroyed. And our great bishops sit idly by and watch as it happens. Like they're leaning on the fence in the pasture while they're watching the wolves chomp on their sheep. Because we want this quick fix peace. We don't want to upset the wolves. That's the times we're living in right now. And if anybody dare speak up, you'll be put out, marginalized, taken out, canceled. Your character ruined for the sake of appeasing the wolves. That's the times we're living in. Please, please, Join me, and I think it's going to be tens of thousands. We start tomorrow. Man's struggle and dour combat. This is a battlefield. Right out of the Vatican documents. Do we believe? We could label this Temptation Sunday. You know, the first one in the Garden of Eden. Jesus during the 40 days in the desert. We don't want to be victims of temptation. But brothers and sisters, the time is now. You've been created, put on earth during this time. What are you, what are we going to do about it? Let's pray for a Holy Spirit revival in the land. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.